Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Jewish Hub Podcast. The last few episodes I've been talking about like some experiences. We've talked about my uh, Manchester 10k of my sister, which was lovely. We talked about my delays. Oh, I'm just sorry, Mike. Sorry about this. Uh, my delays when traveling to my cousin's wedding in Israel. And I feel like I've enjoyed just speaking improvisation, but I thought this week we've got to get back to knowledge. We want to get want to make sure that you're taking things from this episode and implement it into your life uh, right now. And I thought this is a great opportunity to get back to it because a lot of people near this time in the summer, they may think, especially near the beginning of the year, like New Year goals, so on, blah, 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 blah. But now near summer, some people again may be wanting this, oh, I want to feel a bit more confident for summer, which is okay. And it's, it's important you do it for yourself. And what you do is you look online, you check out some people on Instagram and you're going to see a lot of lies and worry. And, and I'm just going to be debunking three myths, which I felt guilty for. A lot of people advise you to do these three things, which I think you shouldn't really listen to these pieces of advice. However, on the flip side, I believe I also went through this journey, which makes me a better person and it's not a better person to help me um learn from his experiences and develop it into the things i'm doing now so actually these mistakes these myths that i believed i'm glad i did them because i have no regrets and now i implement them in my day-to-day life well don't implement them because um i know they're all big myths and when you look at starting your own goals or when you look at maybe your complete starting or maybe just getting back on track with uh, what you want to do, it's very easy just to search stuff online. It's very easy to look at an influencer with millions of followers and be like, they've got a great body. I must do what they're doing. I must listen to the advice they're giving. And be really, really careful with who you listen to. And it's really important to find someone before I'm going to debunk any myths and uh, shut out why these things that you may believe are complete rubbish. It's really important who you follow and uh, watch on social media because you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. And it's really, really important to understand that, that a lot of things you see on social media is so fake. You only see the happy sides. A few things I want you to look out for when you look at someone is one, are they, if you're looking at someone with a million followers, um, <laughs> I just don't think they're going to be as valuable to you. I think one, and this is going to be quite detailed, are they in great shape throughout the whole year? Because actually that's a bit of a red flag for me. Because what you want to learn is you want to learn how to have a balanced lifestyle. You shouldn't be in shape or having that lean body for the whole year because that's unhealthy. Because you're not you're not able to enjoy these social events. You're not able to um, enjoy yourself. And it's not very uplifting. And when you're comparing yourself to someone who is in shape every single day of the year, that's their job. And you shouldn't be comparing yourself to that. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to them. Something else you want to think about is them only having one method ideology. So a lot of people, um, and this is actually on the on both spectrums of extreme and non-extreme, is just having one methodology, like one uh, idea which can help you get from A to B. If that's a diet, that's the only way it can help you. If that's a workout routine, if that's the only way it can help you. And that's a big regular flag as well. And you should follow them because everyone's very, very different um everyone's so totally different everyone needs complete different advice everyone needs complete different plans like i could name three thousand things different from how i'm different to you and that three thousand things is going to make a huge difference in what i'm going to do my training and what you're going to do your training what i'm going to my nutrition and what you're going to do your nutrition so when someone says you must do this and it's the only way forward rubbish because actually 
you're different to them. And just because it works for them doesn't mean it works for you. Just because keto works for them doesn't mean it works for you. And just because you're like keto doesn't mean, that means you can't have carbohydrates. That means you can't have khala, which sucks. So that's, I mean, that's just one example of many, 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 many um, examples of who shouldn't be following on social media. So let's get to these uh, three myths. So the first myth is, and it's not a myth, it's like, you shouldn't feel guilty. And this is the, I think maybe I should have started this at the beginning of the episode. You not, you should not feel guilty when these things happen. And you may already feel guilty already from doing them. And now it's actually train your mindset of not feeling guilty because it actually doesn't really matter that much. So number one is feeling guilty when you're not sweated or you not feel like you're doing a hundred percent in your workout. It's very common that you feel like you've got to do extra cardio. You've got to be dripping with sweat. The clothes have got to be another color of sweat. Um, you've got to change color. You've got to you've got to be sweating. You've got to be red in the face. You've got to be exhausted after the workout. And I used to believe that. Like I did, I was working out twice a day, non-exaggeration. I was working out twice a day. It's crazy. I, I loved it because I was getting endorphins. But I was making no progress because it was not necessary. I wasn't, I had never no recovery. My body was not recovered at all. I wasn't making progress at all. The way what an effective workout means is if you're progressing in some way. If that's could be more reps, if that's could be more sets, if that could be your it's more over time it becomes more easier, if that's you're improving your form, if that's slowing down your tempo, if that's adding a pause, if that's you're feeling like you're feeling the muscle a bit more during this movement. Um, and this is from a strength training perspective, maybe from a cardio running perspective, maybe you can go further. Maybe you can achieve the distance a bit quicker than last time. Maybe you can do it a bit longer than last time. Maybe, Ooh, um, maybe you feel a bit confident doing it. It's like all these things you could do this and you're not sweating afterwards. Amount of times from comparing myself now where I am today to where I was three, four years ago, I don't, I think I sweat every so often after workout beforehand. And I'm making a lot of progress now. Like my workouts that I'm effective. I'm gaining my muscle mass when I was on a, on my pro I'm, I'm making a lot more progress and I'm working out only four or five times a week now, probably four now. Years ago, I was doing maybe 14 workouts a week. No, not 14, 12 to 14 workouts a week, I would say. No exaggeration. And probably 90% of them, I was dripping with sweat. And you know what? I was making no progress at all because I wasn't recovered and I wasn't focusing things outside the gym. Just think about that. Next time you do a workout and you feel like you haven't sweated and you're not feel like exhausted, Think about it logistically. Have you made progress from the last session? And that's 10 times more effective than working out. Yes, you're going to get endorphins by sweating and so on, but you're still going to feel good by having a solid workout. But also that is by you being effective and progressing in some way, you're going to be, it's going to help you with things outside the gym, such as being more active, moving, gaining steps around the gym, uh, gaining steps outside the gym and your nutrition. If you're, um, sorry, a little side point if you're burning sweat dripping with sweat you're going to be more hungry you're going to be wanting more food and it's going to be hard for you to control that nutritional balance that's for another episode um but don't feel guilty oh, my water just absolutely slaps my microphone there uh don't feel guilty if you not drip with sweat it's great to do it often and it's great to do cardio and it's really important you do cardio so it's really great that you sweat but don't feel like you've got to do it every single session number two Ah, you could probably guess with the second one, and it's to do with carbohydrates. Oh, the scary word that everyone hates. I just literally have had a big 
bowl of oats this morning and I had some rice crackers with peanut butter and eggs. So a lot of carbs this morning because I've got a big leg day this afternoon, but also I'm not carbs isn't bad for you. So again, uh, one carbs makes you put on fats, carbs makes you put on weights. And, um, that's kind of the myth. I mean, it's, that's not true. Uh, and also feeling guilty for having carbs. So the science behind carbohydrates is carbohydrates is, um, a calorie. So there's very, the, the units of calorie and the value of the calories different in different foods. So for one gram of carbohydrates and protein, so one gram of pasta to one gram of protein powder is four calories. Okay. And with fats, it's nine calories. So one gram of, uh, one gram of this and one gram of fat, peanut butter is nine calories. Now, how it works in the body is different. So with, when you have carbohydrates, you are hot whole carbohydrates holds a lot of water so when you have carbs uh, in your food sometimes your 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 body weight will go up and higher it doesn't mean you've put on fat it just means your body is storing this water retention and it'll it, and it'll just go naturally and this is why your weight will fluctuate because you're holding water weight doesn't mean you put on fat doesn't mean at all that you put on fat because if you just keep going it's gonna it'll go reduce and if as long as your sorry, if your goal here is weight loss, being in carry deficits, um, and you're in a carry deficits over the week, over the over the month, you will lose weight, so you'll lose body fat percentage. But just having carbohydrates actually doesn't really make a big deal because you're just holding uh, water weight. So don't have a fear of having carbs. If you're uh, one hitting your protein target, and if you are if you're looking into calories and so on, if you're hitting a calorie goal, then amazing but when you're not hitting calorie goal you're not focused on counter calories you're not focused on how much don't be afraid of having carbohydrates because removing them is just saying that it's a good or bad food and then if you say it's not a good food and then you've got a social event or you've got an occasion and there's loads of carbohydrates you're gonna you're not gonna have the healthiest reaction you're gonna feel guilty for having it and you shouldn't feel feeling guilty because it's literally just food and just because the scale says oh you've gone up and weight slightly it's because you're holding water retention and that's just it's really i don't know i don't know i have done science of why this where this came from but i think it a big marketer a big point was because of all these crazy diets and because people are being paid influence are being paid hundreds of thousands of pounds to be promoting car like non-carb diets and so on um that's where it's all come and it's rolled on and um yes when you when you remove carbs completely you you lose a lot of uh, weight quickly because you're losing a lot of water but you're not losing any fat so as soon as you put it on boom it's weight so actually what you want to be doing is you want to be trying to lose fat and that's through calorie deficit and sometimes you can be losing fat and maintain the same weight um again another side point and this is going a bit detailed but i want you to learn this and i want you to have a little think about this when you, you listen to this podcast and you come back from it you're gonna be and you listen to it again in a few months after, you're like oh I, I understand that now so always learn and the last part the last point is not feeling guilty when someone's do, doing something that you've not done yet. And it's like, it could be lifting heavier than you. Maybe they're having something, a different meal. Maybe their, their strategy is different to you um, and so on. And it can be quite, not belittling, but it could be quite always a bit 
be demotivating when you see someone lift heavier than you. It could be annoying when someone's doing new exercise, you know, oh my gosh, they've got amazing muscles and they're doing this exercise. I've got to do that exercise. Uh, or you're like, oh my gosh, look what they're eating today. They're so healthy, so nutritious. I, why am I not doing that whilst I'm having my pasta or pizza and they're having this salad with tuna? And what you've got to understand is everyone's so different and you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Like, you, it's, it's just another thing. I know this is something that it's hard to, you're not going to listen to the episode of, of the podcast and be able to shut up that guiltiness tomorrow. Like, it's, it, it takes time to, to overcome this mindset and so on. But when you double down on yourself and your journey and really shut out everyone else's opinions, everyone else's journeys and ensure that you're progressing, that, that's where the mindset changes. Because a lot of times you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Like, honestly, on social media, you're seeing a lot of, I mean, recently, it's really good that influencers are coming out with both sides of the parties. But yeah, if, a year ago, or so, or two years ago, Everything was um, everything was very very fake, and even now, even seeing someone you know and they're doing stuff, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. So, what's the point of even comparing yourself? Even though nothing, maybe nothing's behind, nothing's happening behind the scenes. Like something's going, everything's going how it is, how it's how it's shown, but you don't know that. You can't guarantee for sure. And also, you're on different stages. Like if you're starting your first week of you're trying to better yourself you're trying to compare yourself and you, you're trying to better yourself you're trying to get and become a better version of yourself i just compared that i just said the same thing um why compare yourself to someone who's been doing this for five six years and they're on that and they're, they're so far ahead of you but so different ahead of you like they had different journeys to get to where you were for you maybe it's taking you a few years to actually start this journey and credit to you but maybe the other person maybe they've had a family where everyone was they're sporty active and they've been active since they were a little child. And actually when they joined the gym, it was very, very natural to them and they were able to progress. So it's taken, it's, everyone's so, so different. And again, if you double down on yourself, how you will progress. And if you've been on a journey for the last, let's say six plus months, just appreciate, acknowledge how far you've come even that in six months. I don't care if it's been a small stage. I don't, I don't care if it's been a small way or a large way in some way you have progressed and for someone else that might be tiny for someone else it might be big but well done to you for progressing and when you then double down on that mindset because then you decrease the chances of you comparing feeling guilty and we're not all perfect we all whoever you are we're not all um we always do some comparisons i always look at myself and i always i always see someone in the gym and i'm like oh wow their the hat squat's a lot heavier than me and i quickly remind myself actually how far i've come and it's a natural thing you compare yourself to someone it's quite natural but then when you compare yourself, reflect on actually how far you've come and be like, yeah, you know what? Great on them. They've probably come their own way and they probably struggled. Um, they've, they've probably progressed so much in the last few months. And so have I progressed in the last few months and give, give yourself a pat on the back. So these little three things I don't want really to feel guilty about. Um, yeah, it's going to be like tomorrow, like bump, snap. I'm not feeling guilty ever again. And you've smashed it, but you're human that's allowed uh, to feel guilty sometimes, but I want you to acknowledge these things and actually implement them into your life. Because one, you don't need to be sweaty every single workout. You can, it's important to get the heart um, pumping. It's important to get a sweat on. Don't feel like you've got to do it every single workout. Two, carbs in your meal. You're allowed carbs in your meal. You're welcome. Um, 
that is, that's news from the George Fitness coach. And honestly, um, it's a shame that it's a shame that people don't enjoy carbohydrates because it's, it's yummy. But it's I, I want to make sure that I don't say anything inappropriate here. But yeah, you're you're allowed. You shouldn't feel guilty for having carbohydrates in your food. It will all depend on your goal. If your goal is to lose weight and to lose fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. So actually, you could have just carbs and be in a calorie deficit, and you'll lose weight and you'll lose fat. So actually, just that's the science behind it. And lastly, stop feeling guilty when uh, or try not to feel try not to feel guilty when you see someone else doing something that you've not done yet, or who is five, six, seven steps ahead of you. Focus on what you're doing right now and focus on how, how you can progress um, in the next few months. And then you can reflect on how far you've come and to celebrate your own journey. And, and all these three things, the, the Venn diagram, the thing in the middle is you and your mindset. If you focus on yourself and develop yourself, you work hard on yourself, you, you get more steps by yourself, you work out, you focus more on nutrition, you make some mistakes by yourself, you overcome these uh, these challenges. Um, that's how you reduce the, the feeling guilty. It's not a, it isn't like a, a walk in the park. It's a challenge sometimes, but all I can say is just focus on yourself and then soon you'll be able to appreciate yourself, but also appreciate others because they, you know that they've had to work really, really hard on their goals the same as way as you've got to work really, really hard on your goals. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you can take away some of these things and implement it into your life. And I look forward to one of you other listeners messaging me in six months saying, you know what, I'm really, really happy I listened to this episode. I'm feeling so confident and I'm so proud of myself for not feeling guilty anymore. So I look forward to that message one day. Again, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon.